Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1079 and I'm back into the mobile studio again as I return uh, home from hospital. Actually, I'm returning from hospital to go pick up my my eldest daughter from school this morning after having, oh, this afternoon after having an exam. And I have to allow myself plenty of time to be able to get there. The frustration of dealing with the traffic and I don't know, when do you think we're going to get that teleport system like in Star Trek where you just bang, just like that, you're at the other other destination. Won't that be cool when that happens, if it happens one day? But on that note, I was just listening in to, um, the, I listened to the ABC radio here, and uh, well, it's called Radio Australia, I think the channel that I listen to, it's um, 1026 on the AM dial, and uh, they often, uh, tele- it's the station where they televise live all the, the parliamentary sittings, and you, you hear it all. And some of the dribble that comes out on those conversations is amazing. <laughs> but anyway, they were just talking about the resources sector and protecting our resources and everything. And it got me thinking, right, at some point in life, we had all these resources, like your gold, like your diamonds, like your platinum, like your titanium, like your iron ore, your coal, all of those things that were just things in the ground. And then at some point, either someone or a group of individuals have decided to start extracting things from the ground and doing things with them. For instance, uh, the rarity of a diamond or an opal, it's only got value on it because somebody has said, oh, look at this, we can use this to do something with it. It's pretty and it's rare so let's put a price on it, like your gold, platinum, opals, diamonds, all those things. And you think about iron ore and you think, what was that process like? Where someone said, hmm, look at this stuff. We've been making swords out of sticks and out of stones and that kind of stuff. What else can we use? Oh, this stuff feels heavy. Let's see if we can melt it. Let's see if we can do something with it. I mean, imagine that discovery. So why am I telling you this? Well, all of these discoveries were made a long time ago, but they were made. And it makes me think about our mindset and what you're capable of and what you're sitting on right now, not literally, but in your mind, what you're sitting on could be a gold or diamond or platinum mine in your headspace. It's just that you haven't unearthed it yet. They say that, I think it's we only use 5% of our brain's potential. And yet, how often do we think about the fact that, oh, I've got so much in my head. And maybe what we haven't learned is to how to utilize our mind more greatly. Because we are an interesting species and we're conditioned very easily to do disempowering things. 
we're very easily conditioned to sit in front of the television. Now, at some point, the television didn't exist. And we did other things with our time. We were more social. And yet, some of us are using our brains to come up with these new crazy inventions like applications and that kind of stuff that allow us to fritter away our time doing other things. And sure, they add a lot of value in other areas, but we're becoming less active. Our minds, in some sense, are becoming dumber, if you like, or number is maybe a, a better way of saying it. We're not getting smarter. So we're not digging deeper to embrace our mind, to build our mindset. Now, there are some apps out there like Lumiosity. I don't know whether that one's still still around. I just saw the little button on my phone today. And uh, it had that you know, the little cloud with the down arrow, meaning that there's an update for it. So it's obviously still around. I just don't see it advertised too much anymore. Um, clearly, I haven't used it for a long time. It's apps like that that help, you know, broaden the mindset, help you become, uh, you know, using your more of your thinking side of your brain. And it just makes me wonder why there isn't a greater push for people to use our minds in a greater capacity to grow them so that we can become better people uh, than we are using our minds for the greater good. Instead, we have many things out there that are actually going the other way. And we are very, very quick to jump on those things, like your pay TV and that kind of stuff. That that didn't exist in Australia. Uh, I don't know when it first came. It was Foxtel uh, that first came to the fore with uh, pay TV in Australia, I think. And then... You look at uh, you know the other th- the other pay TV channels that have now come to the the fore. Uh, there there are just so many, so many different opportunities to watch pay TV. So many different channels. Um, and what does that do? Well, they even have channels. I noticed the other day. Uh, I don't pay for any pay TV. I have an Apple subscri- a subscription, which was free, with uh, when I bought my MacBook um, the, earlier this year, and I noticed that there are so many different options: a stand, binge. We have, and they have, uh, you know, where you can. There's a, a separate category. I think they call it binge watching or something like that. If you want to watch a whole series of something. And they put them all there in the the one category. So they're marketing it directly to you to say, you should just sit down for the next six hours and just watch this. But where's all that other stuff? Where's all the, the content that's helping us grow and become better? Well, in many ways, it's always existed. And I'm talking about books here. I love to read a book. I'm reading... Uh, one at the moment called uh, Self Matters by Dr. Phil. And what I love about his work, um, sorry, his books, are that they require work. And so he also has a workbook companion that comes with his books so that you can uh, do all the exercises that are requested in the book. 
So similar to, to my book, Awaken the Sexy Within, there's 43 action steps that you have to take. In my online program, I think we've got 83 different action steps that you need to take over 60 days. There's actions every single day to take uh, to get you from where you are to transforming your mindset, transforming your health, fitness, and body. They're the types of books that I love because you can't just read passively. Well, you can, but if you want to grow, you've got to do the work, right? And there are so many opportunities out there to do that. It's just that, is that what you're doing with your time? Are you reading a book? Are you taking action every single day? So I'm getting back into the zone of, uh, you know, making sure I make some time each day, at least 10 to 20 minutes of time to be taking action. And so I'm working through, uh, I've read chapter one uh, of Self Matters, and then I'm now working through all the questions that I need to answer. I don't know, there might be 20 questions or something like that, that I need to answer in the book. And so... What does that mean? I'm chipping away at it every single day. I'm not sitting down and trying to do the whole book all at once. I'm chipping away at it day after day until I get through it. But if I I create this steady habit of improving, well, sorry, this steady habit of um, doing the task every day, then I'm taking action every day. And even though they might be little steps every day, Right now, I'm just capturing things. We haven't got into the analysis stage too much at the moment. We're just capturing all the thoughts and answering all the questions. Uh, But I know that I'm getting one step closer to improving myself, changing my life, changing me, changing my thought processes, uh, making sure that I'm putting more focus on myself. And it's a really inward-looking exercise because how often do you stop and really hold the mirror up to yourself and have somebody ask you questions that you have to answer honestly. Uh, For instance, some of the questions that I was answering uh, today actually were, when I was young, what did I think about? Or what did I want people to think of me as? What sort of person did I want people to think of me as? Uh, When I was younger, what did I want to be? Thinking about happy moments, thinking about when somebody said something, you know, a loving or something that really meant something to me. Who was it? What did they say? Why did I feel that way? When did they say it? And why did they say it? So really, uh, having to look back years potentially to say, well, yeah, actually, this was a really powerful moment. Uh, you know, when thinking of those moments where you've been your happiest and what was happening to cause that moment. If you could do anything, what would you be doing? That was an easy one for me because I said, I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, you know, if you could do anything uh, you, to be happy in your life, what would you see yourself doing? And again, very easy for me. Uh, to describe because I've been focused on these things for many, many years. But I'm always looking for an edge. I mean, I look at my life and I think, wow, I love my life. I'm so lucky. Yes, there's some challenges right now uh, with my daughter and that's tough and frustrating. But if I look at my life as a whole, 
I'm very lucky, but I've also created my own luck because I've conditioned myself over 33 years. I have worked hard on all the things that are important to me. I've worked out what is important to me and I've worked damn hard to optimize the results in those areas. And so I'm very fortunate that I'm in a, a place where I am now where I am able to visit my daughter uh, in, during the, you know, the middle of the day. I run my own business, I am my own boss, I control my destiny, and I have worked really hard to put myself in that position. So I feel lucky, I feel blessed to be able to do that. So I don't just turn up to a, a boring ass job that I don't like, I don't love, I'm not passionate about, and I'm just collecting a paycheck each day. In this way, I've got to work harder because I can't just show up and expect to get paid. I've got to show up in a way that adds value to people and changes people's lives. And yeah, we're still in lockdown at the moment and it makes, makes things tough. But I'm also in a privileged uh, position that I have conditioned myself to succeed no matter what the circumstances are around me. But I, th- I continue to think about how do you tap into that extra 95% of your brain that currently remains untapped? Which is why every single day I aim to grow myself, putting the best version of myself forward, continuing to read, continuing to, to listen and learn and be coachable so that I can continue to keep on growing. Because if I don't open up my mind to that and become coachable and know that I'm not always right and I don't always have the answers, means that I'm also allowing my mind to open up with just a little bit more information. And sometimes we think, oh, I can't fit any more in, into my head. I'm, I'm so busy. I've got so many thoughts going into my head. I can't retain the information. Well, one of the questions I had to answer today, if I could do um, things better, if I could learn one thing, what would it be? And I said to read faster and retain information better. Uh, because I think if you can harness that, then you're going to take more action. You've got more information. You've retained more. A bit like Google, I suppose. So the world is your oyster. You know, you can just keep doing better things for more people. Because let's face it, that's, that's what life is about at the end of the day. It's making other people happy. It's serving others. It's having a lot of fun in the process and putting a lot of good in the world and leaving it a better place than when you got here. That's, um, that's my, my aim anyway. So I really want to appeal to you to find the 95%. Keep digging and to check in with yourself to see are you living life on the right terms for you? And I want to refer you to the last couple of episodes I've done of the Mental Toughness and Body Show where I'm asking people to revisit their commitments that they've made to themselves across the five to seven key areas in your life. The one I recorded uh, yesterday was about um, basically revisiting your daily rituals. And I highlight seven daily rituals where you can really check in with yourself to make sure that you are living life 
on the right terms, getting the right outcomes for yourself. Because when you find that those things start to slip away, you'll find that your definition of success also starts to look like a fairy tale. And life is too short for that. I mean, I, I work with people to help them achieve their goals and their dreams. For their health, their fitness, their, um, you know, their focus, their energy, just to enjoy life more because they're healthier. If you're healthier, you're happier. Health is the number one wealth. Because if you're dead, it doesn't matter if you're the wealthiest person in the world. It doesn't matter. But if you're healthy, you've got the opportunity to become the wealthiest in the world. If that's what, if that's what does it for you. But you've got the choice. You've got the option. So go searching for that 95%. Listen to those extra couple of podcasts on the Mental Toughness and Body Show. It'll be worth it. Stay safe, everybody. See you tomorrow.